Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Special warm welcome to all the new listeners. We've had a lot of uh, new people listening to the podcast recently, and as always, um, I'm always thrilled to have new people um, discovering the podcast because we've been doing this for a long time now, you and I. I've been talking, you've been listening, and many of you have been listening to the podcast for over five years, and it's uh, fantastic that you are to have so many people, uh, long-term listeners, but also new blood joining us as well. So welcome. Uh, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, because that way you get new episodes delivered straight to your um, to your what? To your app, I guess, <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, then today I'm going to give you a really powerful outline for reading effectively in a foreign language. This is uh, taken directly from a new video on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to see the original video, um, in fact, it's probably not published yet. You're getting a preview, you lucky people. <laughs> but if you'd like to get video tips, um, most of the stuff that I do on my YouTube channel, I, I don't play on the podcast because it's just for just for video. So um, head over to YouTube and search for Ollie Richards if you'd like to get more videos from me on, on different topics. But today, um, you're in for a treat because I'm going to give you the audio of an upcoming video. And it's such an important topic that I wanted to play that to you here. So without any further ado, I will sign off and the other Ollie from YouTube will take over. Enjoy. Hey, it's Ollie, and here I'm going to give you six very, very important tips for reading effectively in a foreign language. And this is important because most people read in completely the wrong way. And as a result, they think that reading is too hard. It's too hard to learn anything from, from reading. And so they don't bother. They go back to whatever, whatever whatever app they, they were messing around with on the, on, on the train. So these are six tips. You might be familiar with them if you have any of my books from the 101 Conversations series, short stories. I include a, a big kind of write-up on uh, effective reading inside the, uh, in the introduction to those books. So these might sound familiar if you're familiar with those. But these tips I'm going to give you here are designed for use with any material. So you don't have to use my books. You can use anything that um, ideally that you are interested in and want to read. Which brings us to tip number one, which is the most important thing of all, because without this, everything else fails, and that is to choose material that is at your level. The reason most people cannot successfully read in the language they're learning is because they choose stuff that's too hard. If you pick a, a novel that's intended for native speakers, just like if you try to watch a movie that's intended for native speakers, it's too hard, it's over your head. You spend uh, so much time looking words up, you get frustrated. That is not a recipe for effective learning. The, this follows the idea of Stephen Gresham's comprehensible input, which is the idea that you, that you learn or acquire language when you read messages that you can understand. And the key, the key there is that, that you can understand. So you should be reading material where you can already understand a good amount of it, at least 70%, um, ideally a little bit more, so that you can actually get the gist of what you're reading without... Um, understanding you know every single word so it should be relatively comfortable to follow the main message again think about it if you can't follow the main message then you're not going to get much benefit from it so that's number one make sure you choose material that is at the right level for you step number two is to use contextual clues to help you before you start reading now any language teachers in the audience will be very familiar with this it's called a pre-reading activity in, in teaching parlance but this is the idea that you know this the story 
or whatever you're reading is not just the words on the page it's other things as well so if you, if you take this book for example you've got a lot of information here just on the cover um, the now in, the, in these books we have multiple different stories but if this was just one book then whatever's happening on the illustration in the front cover is going to give you a, a clue about who the characters are what's happening and you've also got um, you know illustrations and story has a title the, the the individual chapter has a title and these things can give you information about um, can help you guess what the contents of the story are going to be and if you've got an idea in your mind about what you're about to read it's going to actually be easier to then follow the meaning of the stuff that you actually read okay just like if you if you're you know if you pick up a newspaper and you read the front page then the photo on the front page is going to tell you um, a lot about what, what it is that you're about to read in that main story right if you just start reading if you open the paper and just start reading from the first word you're, you're doing a lot of guesswork. So use contextual clues around you uh, inside the book, illustrations, titles, chapter names, things like that, to, 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 to help you predict what you're going to read, which is going to make everything a lot easier. Tip number three, this is when you actually start reading. So you, you open up the book, you start reading the first word and you carry on. Tip number three is to read right the way through to the end of what it is that you're reading. Now, Obviously, that doesn't mean read a whole book in one sitting, but read the first chapter in one sitting. You should be choosing stuff which where that's possible. Okay, if if, you, if the chapter that you're about to read is 50 pages long, it's not not the best thing. Ideally, short chapters, and your aim should be to get from the beginning to the end of that chapter in one sitting. Don't stop to look up words. Just focus on the gist of what it is that you're reading. Now, the reason for this is because the if you do anything else. If you stop to look up words, if you stop to study the grammar, then what you're doing is preventing yourself from actually reading large amounts. And the big benefit of reading is what is known as extensive reading, which is reading large amounts for fun. Ideally, what you want to be doing with reading is developing a, a habit of reading for pleasure, because if you're doing that every day, that's the kind of big picture idea of how you're going to learn lots of things. Okay, so when you first start reading through, don't stop to look anything up. Just focus on understanding and enjoying what it is that you're reading and get right through to the end of that chapter before you do anything else. Step number four. This is what happens when you have successfully read from the beginning to the end of the chapter without looking up any of those words, remember. And step number four is to pause and to summarize in your mind what it is that you've just read. Who are the characters? What did they do? What did they say? Where did it take place? Was there a cliffhanger? What is going to happen next? You don't have to spend a long time doing this, but the reason this is important is because when we read in another language, we don't bring our native level reading skills with us. We leave them at the front door. And what we tend to do is start to kind of read from the first word and then read number, read the second word, the third word, the fourth word. We just read words at a time and we stop interpreting and following along the kind of bigger picture of what it is that we're reading. Uh, it's a habit everybody, everyone has, so don't worry if you do that. But that makes it all the more important when you get to the end of that chapter to stop and just just gather your thoughts and think about what it is that you've read so that you're training yourself to actually derive the enjoyment from what it is that you are reading. There's no point reading a story if you're so focused on the words that you don't know what the plot is. Okay, So take a second to pause and summarize in your mind what it is that you have read because then you're going to move on to step number five. And step number five is to go back and to read it again. Now, confident readers 
you know when you can already understand a great deal of what you're what you're reading you don't need to do this you can just carry on and just read the book just for pleasure as as you would with anything else but if you're still at a point where you're trying to learn actively from your reading then going back and reading that chapter again is going to be super helpful why because you're going to notice so much more the second time you've read through once you've got an idea of the gist you've paused you've got an you've taken a minute to take stock and figure out what you have um, what, what, what happened during um, during that chapter so when you go back and read again you're going to pick up a lot more stuff and this what this does is it gives you the the chance to notice more things and noticing things in what you're reading is one of the keys to learning languages it's not studying from lists of words it's reading real content and actually uh, noticing the words that are used noticing the grammar noticing the things that people are saying the way that word order works all of these different elements of the language you want to be able to notice as much as possible and so repeat reading of chapters is one of the things that gives you the opportunity to notice new things now if you are reading through a second time then what you can do is to look up a few key words because yeah, let, let's not be unrealistic about it there are going to be some words that you don't know and that you probably need in order to understand the plot the key thing is that you don't do that at the beginning and you're on your first pass but it's okay to start doing that on the second or the third pass but the rule you should follow is a rule that my friend alex rawlings told me once which i thought was just absolutely brilliant which is only look up words which have occurred five times and the reason that this rule is good is because it stops you looking up every word which bogs you down uh, but also because you know that if a word has cropped up five times, it's likely to be important to the to the story, right? So it's a word that is worth looking up. So this is step number five: is to go back, read again, but oh, and then look up certain words if you need them, but only the ones that keep coming up. What this does is it means that you can keep learning, getting some benefit from the reading, whilst also making it through the story. Because the next thing you're going to do, step number six, is then to keep reading move on to the next chapter move on don't stop and study the grammar and break it apart and memorize words don't do any of that keep reading because the ultimate aim here the ultimate prize what we're trying to do is to develop a reading habit that is exactly the same as what you'd have in your mother tongue because then you are an independent autonomous learner and you can continue um, you know you can continue learning by yourself without the need for a teacher and this is a whole ethos behind my story learning method which is why we do what we do um, with our with our books with our uncovered courses um, we're trying to create an independent learner out of you so that you can learn for fun you can enjoy the process and you can keep learning by yourself and be, be, be self-reliant in your learning that's what's cool i like being self-reliant anyway those are the six steps to reading effectively in a foreign language number one choose material at the right level number two Use contextual clues before you start reading. Number three, read all the way through of one unit of text without stopping, without looking anything up. Number four, summarize in your mind what you've read. Number five, read it a second time, looking up keywords only. And then number six, carry on and repeat the process for the next chapter. Hope that was useful. Uh, any questions? Let me know in the comments. Like the video. Subscribe to this channel if you want to hear more just like this because there's a lot more coming. And don't forget, if you want if you want some good books, my books of short stories are perfect for that. Put a link in the description. <laughs> See you in the next video. 
What is the most difficult stage in learning a new language? Well, many people will tell you that it is speaking. It's when you first start to speak and you have those kind of terrifying conversations in front of a native speaker for the first time. And it's terrifying because you realize that actually all that stuff you thought you knew, well, it turns out you didn't know it quite as well as you thought. You begin to freeze up, you trip over, the, over your words, your memory just stops working. And speaking is just an all round distressing experience. We've all been there. I've been there in many, many languages. And, and to help with this, I've written a series of books called 101 Conversations. And these conversations are designed to tell a story. So right from the first one to the very last one, it tells a really interesting story that's completely set in the target language. And these, because these are conversations, there is no narrative. There's no fluffy descriptions. It is just blow by blow, real conversations in the target language that are gonna help you learn and memorize the most important words and phrases in the language so that you can speak with more confidence. Now, these books I've written in French, German, Italian, Spanish, English, and they're all available on Amazon. So if you head over to amazon.com and you search for Ollie Richards 101, then they should pop right up. That is on amazon.com, search for Ollie Richards 101, and you can find there the Kindle version, the paperback version, the audio version, so that you can train your ear at the same time. There is this, these will keep you busy for weeks, if not months, and they're also super affordable. So I hope you go and check them out, and I hope you enjoy the books. Once again, on Amazon.com, simply search Ollie Richards 101.